everyone. Welcome back to Mercy Talk. This is Melanie Wise. And this is Jen Otero. And today we're continuing our discussion on forgiveness, specifically the practical side of it. Mel, even as you said last week, there's something to be said about understanding the importance of forgiveness and what it means. But I think sometimes it's the practical side that can be left yes. out where people are like, yes, I get it. Mm-hmm. I've heard of forgiveness. It makes sense. But when it comes down to the brass tacks of putting it to work, I think sometimes people are kind of left a little clueless. Mm-hmm. And so we don't want to leave you all clueless. We want to have the practical side and the conversation of really how to put some of this to work today. And really one of the first things I would like to sort of point out is the importance of helping others, if you're a helper, and for ourselves, Mm -hmm. if you're really struggling and working through a place of forgiveness, is to come to an understanding of the forgiveness that Jesus has extended to us. Mm. And I have seen with some people that really are in a stuck place with forgiveness, where they're really just having a hard time extending it, because they are hurt, and they are angry, and they have right and reason to how they feel. But sometimes what helps us to really break free of that is to be reminded of all that Jesus has extended forgiveness to us about, not in a guilt or shame or any sort of condemnation sort of a way, but just as a reminder of like, my goodness, think of all the things that Jesus took on the cross for me, Mm -hmm. all that he has forgiven me for. It really kind of knocks us down a couple notches to be reminded of that and to go, who am I? Then to refuse to forgive someone Mm -hmm. else, because if Jesus is that open and willing to forgive me for what I have done, not just what I have done, but what I will do one day that I haven't even made the choice to do yet, who am I to kind of stay stuck in this unforgiveness? I think sometimes it can kind of shake us into a place of humility, Mm -hmm. but also a place of reality of like, you know what, Jesus, if you could do that for me, then I know that I know you're committed to helping me do it for others. And then I'm not in this on my own. And it's not something I have to figure out by myself. But that as I choose to link arms and be obedient, you will empower me to forgive and to let this go and that I will be all the better for it Yeah, because I chose to step into that forgiveness. You know, I think there are some people, I, I know that sometimes I've even struggled with this a little bit, who actually think though, when, even whenever you maybe bring mm-hmm. that idea up, well, my sin actually isn't affecting him. Right. Like it's, I'm hurting other people and maybe doing things that hurt me or whatever, but it's not affecting him. So it's easier for him to forgive. You know, sometimes I actually have to remind myself like Melanie, do you remember that he actually died for your sins? Like it actually did affect him Mm -hmm. in the fact that he actually hung on the cross (laughs) for the forgiveness of your sins. And Mm -hmm. so for you to think that your sins do not affect or have not affected the Lord, then Mm -hmm. I I, I don't know. I just think sometimes that can be something that people cop out on like, well, my sins don't really affect him. So yeah, it's really not that hard for him to forgive. Totally. It actually just and cost he's him God, his life. You know? Right, right. Mm-hmm. And so I just think it's, uh, you know, just one of those things to kind of remind yourself of what it actually did cost, what your sin did cost mm-hmm. him. And so I do want to actually recap too another thing that we talked about some last week, but just in case that you're just listening in today for the first time, I want to point out how important it is to remember that we can harbor unforgiveness towards other people, absolutely, because of their offenses against us or because they've hurt us. But we can also harbor unforgiveness towards ourselves, you know, for things that we have done and things that we're having a hard time even giving grace and and extending mercy to ourselves for something that we have that we've done since that we have committed, but also I think we can harbor unforgiveness towards God. And we talked about this last week, but it's not because of the fact that God wronged you or did something wrong to you. We absolutely believe that God does not do wrong. He doesn't hurt us. He doesn't author our pain, but we can sometimes live with a perception that he has. Mm -hmm. Um, We can 
maybe interpret a circumstance that he he's the one who chose to allow that to happen. You know, you even pointed out, Jen, last week, I think it was really important that it's not always sometimes that we think God did something wrong, or but it's because we think he didn't do something that we thought he should, right. especially when it comes to people hurting us or abusing us, that what were you doing? Mm-hmm. Did you just decide to like you know, walk off your throne for a minute there? Did you turn your head or actually did you sit there and just watch it all happen? You know, and so we can actually perceive that he did something or did not do something or step in when we thought he should have or protected us when we thought he should have. And so we can harbor bitterness and anger and even a lack of forgiveness towards God because of something we think he did Mm -hmm. or didn't do for us. And Mel, I would add to just as a reminder from last week, you know, forgiveness, as we talked about last week, is not a feeling. I encourage listeners not to wait around till you feel like it because you may never. It really is an act of obedience. I think forgiveness is one of those things, too, that Jesus makes pretty black or white. Like, there's not a whole lot of gray when it comes to what he asks us to do when it comes to forgiveness. And you can see that right in Matthew 6, 14 through 15. Reading from the Amplified, it says, For if you forgive people their trespasses, their reckless and willful sins, leaving them, letting them go, and giving up resentment, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, their reckless and willful sins, leaving them, letting them go and giving up resentment, neither will your father forgive you for your trespasses. It's one of those things that is one of those hard scriptures because it's like, well, dang, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it feels like it's it's almost cutting to some degree. Mm-hmm. But I think that's when we have to bring in the reality of who Father God is and how much he loves us and how much he understands that if we don't forgive, how much it keeps us stuck mm-hmm. and how I've seen over and over and over again, and you hit on this last week, that forgiveness is so often that turning point for people where when they choose not to forgive, it doesn't just create bitterness and resentment, but there are so many other things that it can bring in that people can get really, 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 really stuck, Mm -hmm. not even just in their own healing journey, but just even as people. If you know someone who's a really bitter, resentful person, it doesn't just impact their emotions. It impacts their relationships. It impacts their choices. It's like a cancer throughout their entire lives. And so because he's a good father and because he loves us the way that he does, he made it very black and white what our choice is when it comes to forgiveness. But then, as we've also said, Holy Spirit's going to come along and empower us to make that ob- obedient choice. So it's not like it has to be in our will right. or we have to even want to. Sometimes I have found over the years that God really does a lot with our want to want to's. Mm-hmm. Like, Lord, I don't even really want to do this, but I want to want to do this. Yeah. And so if you can work with that, then I'm ready to roll. Mm-hmm. And he's always so faithful to take the little bit that we have that we bring before him out of a place of obedience And suddenly you get down the road and you're like, oh my gosh, I have gotten further than I ever thought was Mm -hmm. even possible because I chose and I linked arms and I let him do what only he can do. Right. Well, and I mean, if you think about it, the commandments that the Lord gives us aren't just like for the heck of it. Like it's not just like, oh, this will make me feel good if you'll do this. No, it's actually always for his glory, but also Mm -hmm. for our good. Like he doesn't just command things out of a whim. Like, oh, I think I'll make, put this in the Bibles that they Mm -hmm. should do this. No, like. It's because he knows that it is for his best for us. And so there's a reason that forgiveness is so important and it's talked about so much in the Bible. And and so I just think it's important to recognize that it is an act of obedience, but it's an act of obedience because he knows how good it is for us and what an important part of the journey it is for us. And so, 
you know, as we, I would also just encourage people before we move on, we have recapped a couple of the main points from last week, but mm-hmm. we also hit on some myths and some different things right. that people believe about forgiveness that don't line up with truth. And, and truly before you move forward with the practical piece of this, I think it's so important to be sure that those myths have been, we said debunked, like <laughs> debunked quite a few times <laughs> last week. And I realized we said it like debunked every time. So I'm trying not to say that again that way, but I might. Anyway, but just to really break those myths down before we start moving into the practical side mm-hmm. of this is I, I think an important piece. So I would encourage you to go back and listen if you haven't, if you haven't heard last week's uh, podcast, but as far as moving into the practical steps, this first one may seem like kind of a no brainer, but it really is actually just, first of all, acknowledging who you need to forgive. Yeah. Like we said, it may be other people. It may be yourself. It may be God but also why you need to forgive them and actually, you know, acknowledging the hurt and acknowledging Mm -hmm. the pain. And we say a lot here that your pain is sacred ground, even to God himself. And just to know that, like, we need to be able to recognize what has happened to us. What did it cost us that the offense that was done towards us? It's not something that the Lord just takes lightly or is kind of casting aside in this whole thing. And so I think acknowledging those things right off the bat is important. But also then just acknowledging this is going to be sometimes just a straight up act of the will. Mm-hmm. If I don't want to do it, if I'm doing it with clenched teeth at first, it's okay. But really just even praying that very simple prayer like, Lord, I choose to forgive so-and-so for so-and-so for mm-hmm. what they did. And I've heard many people who've recounted how they did that truly with clenched teeth for a really long time. But as we said last week, sometimes it's doing it. You don't just do it once, Mm -hmm. but you have to do it over and over. And that I just believe that the feelings do start to come and that the Lord starts to bless you by just softening your heart over the course of time. We'll talk a little bit more about that later, but just really step one, making Mm -hmm. that choice and saying that out loud is really where you start. So good. And I would say too, I think this is sort of a, a little sidebar just from walking this out with some folks. But I think sometimes when we are in a place of forgiveness, what can happen is that we struggle with feeling like, how am I really going to do this? Because I've experienced so much hurt and I feel really stuck and that kind of thing. And I have found sometimes it really helps to also spend some time in prayer asking the Lord for his vantage point. If there's anything about that person or their choices that maybe I don't see right Mm -hmm. now, I only see the hurt and I only see the difficulty that it brought into my life. And I think sometimes what I have found over the years is that often the Lord will put his finger on hurt in their life. He'll put his finger on things that perhaps are even principalities and powers. The word talks about that it's not flesh and blood, it's principalities and powers. And that when we're able to see that, wow, there's a lot of darkness in that person's life, a lot of bondage that they're struggling with, it helps us to begin to understand a little bit more of why they made that choice. Mm -hmm. Now, hear me, that does not mean we're making excuses for their behavior. It doesn't mean that we're putting a stamp of approval or somehow saying it was okay. But I know sometimes people are wired where when they can see a bigger picture and they can see the hand of the enemy or they can see perhaps some brokenness in the person's life that hurt them, it opens up their heart and softens their heart to some degree to be able to then forgive. Mm doesn't always work and it may not always be something that's helpful for everyone. But I like to just add that because I've seen over time, I know for me, if I can have a backstory and I can have a bigger understanding of why perhaps that person made that choice, we often talk about it's not an excuse, but it is an explanation. Mm -hmm. And if I have somewhat of an explanation and I recognize, wow, the enemy's really been working overtime in that person's life, it doesn't excuse their behavior, but it helps me to see them in a different light, Mm -hmm. which then feels like it might 
make that forgiveness a little bit easier. Well, and it also kind of helps you release that thought that it had it was about you. Exactly. Think about. I know this is more of you know an extreme version of that, but for people who have been abused, yeah. sometimes there's something they they're like, well, something was wrong with me. Mm-hmm. I did something wrong, and that's why I was abused. Or some. And when someone can actually look back and realize, oh my goodness, the enemies really been at work yeah. in that person's life they were abused as a child or whatever it might be again mm-hmm. absolutely does not excuse the behavior or the hurt but it helps to understand like okay well there was a there was an actual story behind that and maybe why they made the choices they made mm-hmm. and it actually didn't have anything to do with me I didn't mm-hmm. do anything wrong there wasn't something dysfunctional about me that caused that hurt it really was all about them and stuff that they were going through so sometimes even that part can help yes. just frame it uh, mm-hmm. in a different light um, and that can help it in the really process. can and that takes some guts to really ask the Lord those things mm-hmm. that's not an easy prayer time But if you're willing and if you really, really, really have a heart to pray to forgive someone and you feel stuck, that can be just another way of kind of going at it to help loosen up some of that unforgiveness and bitterness if that's crept in. And I would also add, this is the hard stuff that comes along with (laughs) these places of forgiveness, is that there is power in blessing other Mm. people. And I know that there's been times when I can think of a couple girls off the top of my head where we prayed through forgiveness And then the Lord really challenged me to challenge them to begin to bless that person. So it wasn't just, I'm going to forgive them and let the things go of the past, but I'm actually going to begin to pray for them and bless them. I'm going to bless their marriage. I'm going to bless them with their children. I'm going to bless the things that are important to them. Mm -hmm. Now, if that's not something that comes right away, there is nothing wrong with that. But it is something we kind of like to put on the table and not to be surprised if that's something that the Lord starts to challenge you in. And that ultimately that can feel like that's even about them, but ultimately it's really not. It really, just like forgiveness, it comes back to being about you. And wow, we want to talk about a place of obedience. Mm -hmm. There may even be some people who are listening to this almost getting angry with me for saying this. But I know, but it is kind of that full picture of what I have seen that I think sometimes we can forgive and we can kind of let some things go. But what I have seen is if the Lord is really calling you to that next level of praying for them or praying for their salvation or praying to bless them, it's because he's wanted to complete a work in you that the forgiveness cannot do on its own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm actually thinking about a story that I heard a couple of months ago at the Empower Workshop that we did in um, Canada. And there was a woman who shared mm-hmm. um, at the workshop about how she had walked through this journey of forgiveness with her ex-husband who had actually left her for one of her best friends. Yeah. And um, so, I mean, just the immense amount of pain not only against her husband, but also her best friend, mm. like for all that, that goes with that. And, you know, she walked through just kind of this forgiveness journey and then, you know, she started dating somebody else and they got engaged and they got married and it was actually on her honeymoon with her new husband that the Lord spoke to her and said, this forgiveness journey that you've had with your ex-husband is going to have its complete work here by you choosing to bless their marriage. Wow. <laughs> like, I remember she shared that story with everybody in the room and we were all just dead silent. Like, <laughs> what? Say what? <laughs> How dare he, you know? But not just bless him and not just bless her, but bless their marriage. Mm-hmm. And what a choice that was for her. But she shared how there was something that was like the final pieces of hardness in her heart, yeah. like broke off in that moment. And how sweet it was for the Lord 
how like for many of us that's like the most cruel time ever (laughs) for him to bring that up but how sweet it was to bring it up on her honeymoon Mm -hmm. to say that your heart is now going to be completely like just softened and free from this moving into your new marriage just like how awesome is the Lord that he brought that at that point in time and what a huge piece it was to pray blessing as far as just really forgiveness having its complete work Mm -hmm. done in that moment so that's it's just a huge one yeah and I think there's something to be said even right now in this moment that we recognize that there may be some people listening to this right now that are really in the throes of unforgiveness and Mm -hmm. some bitterness and some resentment and it's hard for you to see the other side Mm -hmm. of what this could even look like like you hear stories like that and it just makes you angry because you may not have a point of reference for what forgiveness could actually bring into your life. And so our encouragement to you is to really continue to lean in and to allow the Lord to, I would even say, begin to ask him, Lord, give me a picture of what it would look like for me after I forgive and after Mm -hmm. I bless and after I let this go. Because I think so often when we don't have a point of reference for what's on the other side of something, it makes it real hard to even step into Absolutely. it. But when we can start to get that vision and we can start to get a picture for what this is actually going to afford in my life and what it's going to bring to me, it makes it that much easier too. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it can be as simple as going, Lord, I need you to begin to show me what this will do in my life. Like what would my life look like if I had actually, if I actually forgive this, what would that mean for me? And as he begins to show you that, sometimes that can be the last piece of what you need yeah. to start like to vision. step forward. You just need vision for the yeah. other side. Yep. And if you are getting angry at some of the stuff we're saying, it probably means that it's time mm-hmm. and it's time to step into some new places of what God's calling you to. Yep. And so we don't say that lightly, but this is too important not to continue to push and to continue to really trust God mm-hmm. to do in your life. So, and I would add with that really one last reminder is that forgiveness is a journey. We said that last week, and I think there's something to be said about it now. Is that very rarely is it a one-time prayer? Now, can God do that? Sure. But God is a God of process is what I have found. And we've talked about that many, many times. And so forgiveness often is a process. It, it is that one-time starting prayer where you get on the path, like I often say. But then it's time after time, moment by moment, day by day, month by month, you continue to reposture your heart to a place of forgiveness. You remind yourself, you remind the enemy, you remind the Lord that I have chosen to forgive this. I'm going to continue to let it be. And then you find yourself down the road, like this woman on her honeymoon who had mm-hmm. forgiven and done her thing. And then the final pieces fall into place. Yeah. And then you're able to say, I'm done and I'm forgiven and I'm not bound up by that stuff anymore. Yeah. I've let it go and I've forgiven. So that would be my last encouragement. Absolutely. I think that's great. And, and just remembering that God... He blesses obedience. And so he's not just like coming up with a rule for Mm -hmm. you to have to follow. And at the end of your life, there's going to be a report card on how well you did on forgiveness. It's because of the fact that he has so many blessings and wholeness and freedom on the other side of that choice. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, as you said, it's a journey and and you need to have vision for the other side of that journey and what it's going to look like to encourage you to keep going. But I also just encourage you to really recognize those those small shifts as they start to come and to know that as your thoughts and your feelings and your desires toward the other person start to shift man to celebrate those things and to Mm -hmm. recognize that they're happening um and you know as you're walking that tough journey that really does require just some kind of grit sometimes (laughs) um and just endurance to step back every once in a while and recognize maybe 
the small shifts that have happened and to say, okay, you know what? The Lord really is shifting something in me that only he can shift and to start celebrating those things and, and let those things encourage you to keep moving forward uh, in the journey. Well, Mal, I think that's so good. I'm actually encouraged by this conversation yeah. <laughs> too. I think it's such a good reminder mm-hmm. for all of us. But as we get ready to wrap up today and as we wrap up just this conversation over the last two weeks on forgiveness, I do just really want to remind our, our listeners that we do have our Mercy Talk email mm-hmm. that we just would love to hear from you. If there's anything that's been encouraging, if you have questions, you know, it's it's just a good way for you to communicate with us. And if I remember correctly, on the Mercy Talk web page, like when they go on to click onto the podcast, there's a link there typically mm-hmm. that goes straight to our email. So if there's anything you want to share, if you have questions, thoughts, we'd love to hear from you. So again, thanks for joining us and we hope you have a great week. Mm-hmm.